Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN Political Director. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, August 1st. It's the last week the Senate is in session before its August recess, and there are two bills central to President Biden's agenda that Democrats want to pass before week's end. First up, we have that climate, energy, healthcare spending bill that Democrats are trying to pass purely along party lines. It's officially called the, quote, Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Isn't that a politically popular title? And Democrats say it will pay down the national debt, cut healthcare costs, tackle climate change, and fight inflation, as the title suggests. Clearly, Democrats are aware that is issue number one for voters across the country, and we are now just 99 days away from midterm election day. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and the moderate Democratic Senator from West Virginia, Joe Manchin, announced a deal last week on this bill. But there are still some unknowns at this point. And remember, this is that bill that we refer to as, quote, reconciliation, because that is the budgetary process that the rules in the Senate allow to have this kind of bill move through with a simple majority. But there are certain processes that get applied to trying to pass a bill in the Senate like reconciliation with a simple majority. And one of those sort of tolls that have to be paid, if you will, is a stop by the Senate parliamentarian's office. So the Senate parliamentarian needs to decide if indeed Everything in this bill that Schumer and Manchin sort of struck together on a very quiet and surprise deal last week, does everything in the bill meet the strict budget rules that would allow it to pass on a simple majority? Now, there is one member of the Democratic caucus who has been remaining very silent on this bill, and that is moderate Democratic Senator Kirsten Sinema from Arizona. She has not yet made her position known publicly, and her office said she is waiting to see how the parliamentarian rules. Her office also indicated that she needed some time to read the bill herself. Well, today, Joe Manchin indicated that he plans to talk to Cinema at some point today, and he noted that she was never involved in the negotiations because he wasn't sure that they would ever reach a compromise. He added that she was involved in the drug pricing deal in the bill last year and that she's adamant about not raising taxes. So Manchin seems to think he knows where Cinema's red lines are and he knows what is of most interest to Cinema, but... As you can tell, it's not a done deal yet. And nothing's a done deal in the United States Senate until it's voted on and passed. So you can understand the sort of precarious moment that Schumer and Manchin find themselves in as they try to get this across the finish line. Now, why are Democrats going through the so-called reconciliation process? Because they know there's not a single Republican vote to support these measures. Listen to Senator Pat Toomey, the Republican of Pennsylvania, on State of the Union with Jake Tapper yesterday on CNN. This bill, the corporate tax increase, is going to slow down growth. So this is a disaster. This is going to make our recession worse. It's going to make inflation worse. It's not going to do any good. I'm really surprised that uh, Joe agreed to this. Now, as you know, there's plenty of debate on whether or not the U.S. is actually in a recession or not, and only the nonprofit National Bureau of Economic Research determines that, and it has not yet done so. 
Two analyses in recent days, Moody's Analytics and Penn Wharton, have concluded the bill would have little impact on inflation, which is the main concern of Joe Manchin's. Here's how Manchin responded to that today when he was talking to reporters. You know, I'm used to all the analysis going on. There's been 17 Nobel laureates who said that basically inflation would be transitory. So everybody has a different opinion of what they're looking at. Republicans have been arguing that there is no doubt in their mind that this bill, if passed and signed into law, will raise taxes on Americans of all income levels. That obviously would violate this very pledge that Joe Biden reasserted at the White House last Thursday. This bill will not raise taxes on anyone making less than $400,000 a year. Republicans make their claims by pointing to data from the nonpartisan Joint Committee on Taxation. The Senate Finance Committee Republicans released it on Saturday. Democrats propose to pay for this bill by placing a minimum tax of 15 percent on certain corporations. Republicans and some economists argue these corporations would inevitably pass along their tax increase to their employees and shareholders who would take a hit as well. That's how they get to the logic that taxes would be raised for people who do actually make less than $400,000 a year, uh, even though that clearly won't be in the bill. They say it'll sort of be a real-world effect of the bill. Manchin pushed back on that today, saying there's nothing on taxes at all. He also said on CNN's State of the Union on Sunday that Republicans would support this bill in what he called, quote, normal times. We've basically paid down uh, debt is what they want. We've accelerated permitting, which is what they want, and we've increased production of energy, which is what they want. We've done things that we should be doing together. Another bill Democrats want to finish up and get to the president's desk deals with burn pits. It aims to provide care for veterans exposed to toxic burn pits during their service who became ill from that exposure. Now, a new vote is expected to occur early this week, but not as early as tonight, according to a senior Democratic aide familiar with the matter. Senate Republicans surprisingly blocked what had been this bipartisan bill from advancing last week because the Senate did not vote on amendments that Republicans had requested that would limit what could be spent on and for how long. Senator Toomey, one of the few Republicans who voted to block the bill, said he wanted an accounting provision changed in the bill's language. And if I get my way, I get my change, it will not change by one penny any spending on any veterans program. What I'm trying to do is change a government accounting methodology that is designed to allow our Democratic colleagues to go on an unrelated $400 billion spending spree that has nothing to do with veterans and that won't be in the veterans space. Matt Zeller slammed Republicans today, pushing for the party to move to support the bill now. He's a major in the U.S. Army Reserves and a senior advisor for the group Iraq and Afghanistan Veterans of America. Simply put, we veterans are going to die. When people get sick from these cancers, they're having to mortgage their homes just to be able to stay alive. You know, people think that this is covered by the VA. It's not. And this bill would fix that for over 3.5 million of us who are exposed to burn pits. Since the vote failed, veterans and advocates like comedian John Stewart have been frustrated and angry and very vocal in their support for the bill to get passed. Zeller says they vow to camp out on the Capitol steps until this bill is passed. John Stewart was there today, too, and he had a message for the United States Senate. Keep the lights on, keep the doors open, and don't leave here tonight 
until you do the right thing by these folks. <clears throat> Simple as that. Don't make this harder than it is. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.